Hi everyone, this is Antonio Muñiz. Good to see you. Welcome to another episode of Lab Pro Experience when we talk about entrepreneurial success through the Latino lens. I'm super happy, super excited about today's episode because I've been waiting for this time for a long, long, <laughs> long time, Mike. And uh, I have a great friend, a great business partner, family, really, Mr. Mike Little, who's going to share some time with us to talk about his journey through entrepreneurship. Mike, I'm so grateful that we're finally doing this together. Well, I'm so glad you can stop by. <laughs> stop by. Stop by to the Mike Little Palace in Florida. It's hard to believe been here two months, you know, and thinking about packing, going home. You know, it's that time of the season. You know, I'm a snowbird. <laughs> it's nice to work down here in Florida, though. Yeah, fantastic to have you. I mean, yeah. I, I get used to having you guys here. So it, it, it hurts me when you leave, too. But uh, listen, what I would love for you, for us to, to talk about today is just talk about your journey. Talk about your entrepreneurial journey, because everyone's journey is different. Sure. And, mm -hmm. and I've been blessed and privy to, to know some of the details about your journey. But I would love for you to, you know, tell, you know, share with everyone, you know, why, 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 what, what does, what did that look like? You know, when mm -hmm. did you start? Why did you decide? And, and what it has mean to you? Yeah, we definitely can say, uh, seen the good, the bad, and the ugly with it, so to speak. But before I get started, though, Antonio, I want to congratulate you on your success working with entrepreneurs, you know, getting them on the right track, you know, people that's been in business for a while, especially those that are just getting started. So congratulations on the Thank success you. you have. I appreciate but it. But yeah, we looked at, uh, you know, coming out of high school, grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, and big Cincinnati Reds fan, mm -hmm. you know, go Reds, hope hope they do something this year, but who knows, but I was an employee. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, I went to high school and got out and got a job. You know, that's the thing, you know, go to school, get a job, you know, work 40 years and retire on 40% of something you couldn't live on in the first place. So uh, I started reading some books. I got to meet some people that were in business, you know, and, and I got to realize, and every time I went to work, I go to work every day, but that wasn't my name on the door. Mm. So I was building somebody else's dreams and somebody else's goal. You know, and I think, man, why does that owner drive the Mercedes and I got a Ruttmobile? You know, <laughs> his kids are going to, you know, private schools and mine's going to public schools. Yeah. And so I got to doing some research and, you know, listen to people like uh, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, said if he had to start all over again, he would do it in a network marketing business. And so I started seeking advice. And like I said, you know, I found out the, the biggest room they are in the world, they tell me is the room of self-improvement. So I had a long way to go. Okay. And I always thought I was under the misconception for you to own a business, you need a ton of money. Mm. You didn't. I just needed some good coaching. And so I became a student of uh, owning the business and, you know, more uh, uh, reading I could do, listening to tapes. And uh, then I started hanging around with people that own businesses and were successful. And they gave me some great tips. So uh, I got into the insurance industry, started out as an insurance agent, went to school, you know, got my license, whole mm -hmm. thing and, and worked my way up, worked hard. I became a regional vice president of an insurance company. Okay. And so again, I was working for somebody else. So I worked there for two years and I left that and started my own agency. Okay, because that's where it was at, owning my own businesses, controlling my own destiny, so to speak, you know. And I found out real quick, the only security you have in life is your ability to perform. Mm. And so uh, owning my business, uh, it, was a, it was a step, you know, it was a, 
it was a journey, so to speak, but it's been a good journey, a learning journey. And I found out, you know, success is a journey. You know, it's not the final mm-hmm. destination. It's what you become along the way as you work. So basically, that's how I got started. Got hanging around some people that own businesses. Then I got some good coaches. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, let me, I mean, this is, you You give me so much already. The three things that really just kind of hit me across the face, and I hope that everyone caught this as well. Number one is that you made a decision. The decision was you want to control your own economy, right? Mm-hmm. Not the economy, but Mike's economy. Yeah. So they took that courage to do that. The second thing is what a lot of us believe for, for, for a long period of time, because that's what we've been exposed to, that it takes a lot of money mm-hmm. to launch, launch a business, to start a business. And maybe is the answer. It, it, it could. It doesn't have to. True. And the other thing was that, that you said that really hit me is I just need to be around different kind of people who kind of found a way, mm-hmm. right? They found a way that it doesn't have to be expensive and it doesn't have to be like uphill all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy, but there's got to be a way because you're not the first one to think about doing this, right? And and the bonus thing, I said three, but there's actually four thing is you just said you got to read the right books. Mm-hmm. Beyond being around the right people, you got to seek the mentorship and sometimes we believe as entrepreneurs, as business owners, that that's got to be expensive. And it doesn't have to be expensive. A mentor can start off as a good author of a good book that costs you 30 bucks, but it will lead to millions of dollars if sure, you apply the knowledge. investment in your future. Amazing. So, so sorry to interrupt, but it's just, mm. it just it's so much good mm. stuff coming at me <laughs> at the right, at the, such quickly. So you, you decided, you, you, you went from employee to a life insurance company. We're still an employee, but saw an opportunity. You went on your own and, and got out on the right people. And you said, you know, part of this, I got, I got to build my little, I got to do it. So take me, take it from there. As far as, uh, yeah, you, you, that's why, that's where I interrupted you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were like, okay, this is what I need to do. I see an opportunity. I got to get the, around the right people, read the right books, get the mentorship. Did you seek out it, mentors? Oh yes, definitely. And, uh, and I, you know, it's just like anything else. You have to be a student of the business. Okay. So I was looking for some qualified insurance agents that, that were successful. Okay. Okay. And uh, they would guide me and coach me. And that was the key. You know, uh, the people I was hanging around years ago, they were employees. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they had an employee mindset. And that's what I had. You know, yeah. I'm going to give you an hour's worth of time. You give me an hour's worth of pay. Sure. With a business, it's not that. They had, I had to work on me. That was the thing. They said, Mike, owning a business, it's only like 2% mechanics that you really got to know. It's 98% attitude That's huge. that you just have to work on you, your belief, and find something that you you enjoy doing. So it's not a uh, – when I get up in the morning, I was excited about mm-hmm. doing what I was doing because I had my – in result, you know, the retirement, coming to Florida, you know, when it got cold up there, this is part of the things that we wanted to do years ago. And uh, it was exciting to do that. But I had to find something. I got around people that had that business mindset mm-hmm. that they taught me. Even though you do the work today, you might not get paid for maybe six months down the road. It might yeah. be two weeks down the road. You know, if I'm in front of a client, they might not buy today, but they might buy, you know, six weeks from today. So I had to change my thinking a little bit that, you know, even though I do the work, okay, as an employee, I want to pay. As an employee uh, owner, business owner, so to speak, 
I can do the work, I can plant the crop, but the crop might not come in for six months. And when they come back and buy, that's when I get paid. Do you think that that's one of the the big the, the biggest hurdles for most people to overcome? Because I mean, if you've been an, if you've been an employee for five, six, seven, ten years, that's what you know. It was the mindset. Yes, yeah. you had to change that, and that's a big thing that they were working with me that I had to make a change. Mm. Okay, my thinking was the big thing because I was expecting because that's the way I was raised. Sure. Okay, but with this, it doesn't happen. You're planning. You know, living in Indiana, you know, big cornfields out there. You don't put one seed down and wait on it. You got to keep planning. Keep you want to eat corn this afternoon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, come on my corn. No, you got to wait. And owning business, you know, sometimes uh, you have to understand Uh, how it works. And that was a thing for me. It wasn't building the business, it's understanding how it works. Mm. And once I understood, I knew what to expect. Yeah. I think that's a big lesson. I mean, I think we, most of us go through a similar situation. I mean, I came from corporate America and and uh, I, I knew what I loved about it. Mm -hmm. I knew what I did not love about it. And um, going into the entrepreneurial world in 2004, it's 20 years this year, hard to believe, It was it was an adjustment. Mm -hmm. You know it here a lot of times, but you don't. If you don't live it, you know that that the way you talked about that business is ninety eight percent mindset and two percent mechanics. My background is engineering. For me, everything's mechanics. Yes, right. <laughs> but um, you know, it, it took it took a while to understand. It's like wow, you know, I'm going to be working harder than I did before for less money for for a period of time, mm -hmm. and you have to have the the stomach for it. They, somebody told me the intestinal fortitude to, <laughs> to, to do that because it does take time. Sure. Does. I mean, it's, it doesn't have to take years, mm -hmm. but it does take time. And, and what happens is that a lot of us don't have the patience and don't have that, the thinking that it's going to be worth it. And that's why 97% of new businesses fail inside sure. of 10 years, you know, over two thirds inside of five and almost half in the first year. Because we just don't have the patience. Right. And I think with my mentors, they let me know up front what to expect. So I wasn't expecting it to happen overnight. Man. You know, come on, today fast food's not even fast enough anymore. True. You know, if I do something, I would pay now. No. But I always kept my end results, what I wanted. I had always had a long game. Mm -hmm. Okay, I had a short game, but I had my long game. You know, and part of it was coming to Florida, you know, putting kids through college, different things like that. So that made it worth it every day for me getting up. That's big. You know, my thing. Your target was big enough to get you excited. Oh, sure. Yeah, the end results. Mm -hmm. You know, and when I worked on the job here, well, people are retiring. Then they're getting another job, you know, yeah. working part-time at Walmart or as a green. I don't think whatever. that was a dream, was it? <laughs> that was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's something that I wanted to do and I... Uh, I, I guess I was fortunate that uh, that uh, I was uh, a student, that I was coachable. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people today that I even try to coach, they're not coachable, you know. Yeah. And uh, I've been trained by some of the best, you know, Paul J. Meyer, you, mm. know, you know, billionaire. You know, he said, hey, spare me your brilliance for 90 days. Yeah. I said, okay, okay, you know. So people like that, you know, that have – The pep, Jim Rohn. I was fortunate enough to have breakfast with Jim Rohn, you know, sitting across the table, you know, and they bring breakfast. I can't eat. There's Jim Rohn right there. You right. know, and you become a sponge and you take those ideas and, uh, and fit them into your life, into your business and your destination. Yeah, so. that's big. I mean, you started with books. 
Mm-hmm. And then some people who were maybe five, six steps ahead of where you were. Well, let me go back a little bit. We started with cassettes. Oh, you you were you were high rolling with cassettes. <laughs> I thought you could say scrolls. Yeah. Scrolls. Yeah. They brought them from the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you, it's a process, right? You, yeah, sometimes yeah. you say, well, I can't hire Jim Rohn. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, have, you know, demand time or, or earn time with Paul J. Meyer. Mm-hmm. You know, do, you have to bring value to the table as well. But in the meantime, you start getting better. You read some books. You listen to some tapes. You listen to some podcast. Now, forget Never. about the tapes. Podcast. <laughs> um, uh, you may go to workshops. You may go to seminars. You may go to conventions. You may go, There's lots of ways to get close to the people that are ahead of you in the direction that you want to go, in the direction of your goals, right? Mm-hmm. And that never ends, right? Right, definitely. And you'd be surprised that there's people out there looking to help and coach and train the people that want the coaching and training. Mm. You know, they're willing to give back. Yeah. That's in and that, what I found a lot of successful people that are successful, mm-hmm. that they are givers. Okay, they're willing to give what got them to that level yeah. along the way. So I was just like a magnet to them, so to speak. But, sure. You know, and uh, very fortunate along the way. But I... Everything that they would tell me, I got journals today that I, from years ago that I still go back and read. And, and uh, but that, that, that's the key: just find somebody and something you're excited about, and jump on board. But starting a business is where it's at. That's what America was built on: small businesses. Mm. And today, you know, the the benefits that come right along with it as well. Yeah. So it's it's amazing. I mean, you you took you you really condensed the journey of what a lot of people the journey the type of journey that a lot of people want to be on. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you made a decision, you knew where you were, you know where you wanted to be. It was big enough for you to get excited. It was big enough to do make the sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. And and learn new skills, get around new people, mm-hmm. um, be coachable, which by the way, what does coachable mean to you? Willing to learn. Willing to learn. Willing to learn. Okay. okay. And listen. Yeah. You know, listen to what they're saying. Then once I have it, I apply it. Okay. Okay, I love it because it's easy to say you're coachable. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to be coachable. That's just true. Very yeah. true. So, okay, so you become coachable. You get around some of the right people, and as you grow, you start learning things. You, there's always, there's always more, right? There's always something else you want to learn. There's something else that you want to uh, be. So, someone else you want to be around. So you seek those people, and mm-hmm. you really earn your way exactly. in those rooms. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me uh, not too long ago that if 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 you don't if there's no chair for you at the table because you haven't earned it, at least bring the water. Just be in the room and serve people water. You want to yeah. be in the room. Yeah, be the water boy. Be around the team. Whatever it takes. But you just yeah. gotta be around those conversations. You may not be participating at that point because you're you're supporting mm-hmm. serving water. Yeah, you know, that's a ridiculous example, but mm-hmm. but it's you get the point. I hope. But it, you get around that space and those conversations enough that you be you earn a spot. Mm-hmm. You earn a spot through production, right? Exactly. Through exactly. production. And they see you growing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a growth. It's the process that you're going to go through. But you said it before, you know, you make a decision. This is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Then what I did, I, I made that decision. Then I would discipline that decision. And I would discipline that decision on a daily basis. Wow. Those are my three Ds, so to speak. Yeah. And, uh, that, okay, this is what we're going to do. And I would treat it like a business. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it's hard to be. A, a business owner 
And when you got to fire a lazy person, and that lazy person is you, <laughs> you know, yeah. you got to get up in the morning. Okay. Yeah. You, you got to have a routine, you know, well, I got all of this free time now. You don't have free time. That's the thing, Mike. And I'm glad that you brought that up because one of the reasons that a lot of people decide, uh, I want to become a business owner. I want to become an mm -hmm. entrepreneur is this romantic idea that I'm now I'm going to be free. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is, uh, whether anybody told you this or not, the, the reality is that you become more of a slave for a long period of time because you're it. Mm -hmm. The beginning and the end, the good and the bad, the work that it, it worked, it didn't work, mm -hmm. starts and ends with you for a, for a significant amount of time. And the way that somebody told me, the way you buy your freedom is through production. Mm -hmm. You build the business, you build leverage in that business, you build residual income in that business, and that's how you start freeing yourself to do the things that you wanted to do. But it doesn't happen day one. That's true. But you got to look at and what we were looking at years ago was it was an investment in my future. Okay. Then when I invest something, I want to return. Mm -hmm. But I knew that return was going to be 10, 15 years down the road, which I was okay with. That was yeah. the key. I was okay. And to now, I'm in that investment. That time I have, the income that I have today is just unreal. It's hard to believe. But in the beginning, we didn't have it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it always kept, it always falls out that this is what I want to do my end results. So I would go out and visit. What would it be like, you know, financially free, that type of thing? You know, the kids go through the college that they want to, uh, out of debt, so to speak, okay. and traveling where you want to do. Okay, I would go out and say, man, that's great. Now I have to come back to reality. If I want to do that and live that lifestyle, I'm going to have to come back here. Now I have to start building towards that. But each day I was getting the day closer to that. Yeah. So that's why it was exciting getting up of a morning, you know, and you had good days, bad days, sure. it's just life. But it was still, even the bad days wasn't as bad as working for somebody else. You know, that wasn't, like I said, my name on the door. I was building their dreams. Now I'm building my own dreams and goals by going to work every day. Plus you knew that, that the previous model was not going to get you where you wanted to go, right? Right. You right. understood that. Yeah, you're average. And what's average? Best of the worst and the worst of the best? Yeah. You know, yeah. so... You know, most people don't want to be average. You know, when you retire, you know, I just turned 72. Get out of here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, the, but it, it's hard to believe how quick time goes by. I said, man, I had to commit at least five years. I said, man, that seemed like a long time. You know, and talk to my wife. Yeah, that's a long time. I said, honey, let's look back five years. How quick did that go by? Hmm. I promise you, the next five years is going to go by. It's quick. And one thing, too, she got on board with it. Uh, well. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. yeah, she got on board because it was just striving for a better life. And we were in a type of people that we want to make a living, but we also want to make a difference mm. in people's lives as well. So so that's a big one, right? You know, getting that, that buy-in. And how do you get that buy-in? You, you paint the vision. This is mm -hmm. get agreement on that this is a worthy goal, right? Sure. And that you can achieve it together. Because mm -hmm. it, it, it gets rough out there sometimes. It sure does. And if you're going to fight tooth and nail outside and you go home and then you got another fight because the production is not there or the promise hasn't been fulfilled quickly enough, mm -hmm. then you got double the problems. Sure. And you look a lot, again, all the successful people, you know, you look at them today, you weren't there in the beginning yeah. when they were scratching it yeah. out. You yeah. see the final results and that's a big difference. All I want to have what that person has. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to do what that person did. I want to be like Mike. That's what yeah. they say. I want to be like Mike. <laughs>
So, so just to kind of do the arc, right? Working for somebody else, picking up some skills, making a living. You say, I want more. What does it take to do more? I think the better way is for me to build my own thing and, and go that route. Uh, it, I'm probably going to take a step back in lifestyle mm-hmm. because you're gonna. It's going to be rough for a little while. You learn some skills, get around the right people, get some some uh, you know some associations of with, with different people mm-hmm. who who maybe have what you want or are closer to what you want, and they're willing to look behind and extend extend a hand mm-hmm. to help you. And then you start building that. You start seeing some progress, and your dreams start getting a little bit bigger. You talked about big dreams already. You said, I want to get my kids through through school and to the college of their choice without going broke. That's mm-hmm. a big load. I mean, that, that dream gets bigger every day, no? Sure. I got three daughters. I want to get them married off. Three dollars married. <laughs> Is it cheaper to get them to school or get well, married? Well, you know, you don't want to say, here's my daughter, and she got a $100,000 college loan. Goes oh, no, with no, her. That no, don't no. work. So. Oh, that's, that's a liability. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay. So, so get three daughters married off yeah. and go through school without going broke along the way. Sure. And then, of course, you want to increase the level of your, your lifestyle, sure. you and Nancy's lifestyle. Exactly. And then I know you shared with me that one of your targets was to, you know, you, you've been in Indiana, which gets cold. Beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. country, all the seasons. I lived in Cincinnati for 12 years. I can vouch for that. But Florida, it's just kind of more my speed, especially this time of the year. So one of your targets was I want to go to Florida on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. And that was your target. And Mike, how long have you been doing that? You, you've been coming here for years already. Yeah, this is our, I believe, sixth year that we've been coming down. When we first came down, when we partnered up with you in yeah. business and uh, started coming down here and, and working with you. And I go back, and, you know, I leave here, it's 80 degrees. You go back, it's minus two degrees. You know, I said, wait a minute, what's wrong with this picture? Yeah. So I was telling my wife, we need to expand our business and that's one thing that as we were building our business model, we wanted something that we could leverage, not only our time, that I could work from anywhere. Yeah. So that was a big key as I was looking for things that, that but uh, yeah, we've been coming down here now for, for six years. And um, am I retired? No. You know, I have a business that continues. It pays residuals. And that's one thing you want to look for. You know, it's that's why the insurance I was so attractive to that. I would do sell the membership one time, but I would, you know, make money off of it as long as the client continued owning that service, you know? Yeah. So that was a, a model that I wanted to get into as well. That would pay me, you know, do the work once and get paid forever. Okay. Cause those mentors were saying, <clears throat> you know, as an employee, how many hours in a week? And I said, it was 168. And they said, you're wrong. You're definitely wrong. When you know how to leverage your time, there's a lot more in it. And they also taught me, too, that uh, uh, which was strong with me as building. We're talking about building this is that uh, anybody can make money while you're awake. They said you must learn to make it while you're sleeping. That's a big one. Anyone can make money while you're awake, but it takes a different skill. And you should be targeting making money when you're asleep. Sure. They were talking about generational wealth. Never heard of that before. Yeah. You know, so. You know, these were things that we were all putting together. But Florida was just... Uh, uh, it was a target. Yeah. It was and a, that was... It was where, and we built a nice, strong business, you know, here in Florida. So we enjoy it. So now you're in my Florida office. <laughs> we're <laughs> no. looking for a Hawaii office now. <laughs> oh, I'm tell- yeah, I'm telling you that it, this, this, 
the office accommodations get nicer every year, by the way. <laughs> From year one to year six, you can see a big difference in upgrades. Um, they've all been fantastic, but every year he finds a way to upgrade. So congratulations on that. We're leaving here. They're waiting on us up at the club up there for lunch. So Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it used to be a drive through Yeah, yeah. So. This guy said, let's yeah. go out to the place and we'll have some – We'll have a conversation. We have a bite to eat at the clubhouse. All right. Is that pool in your backyard is not good enough? No, there's a big one over there. Okay. Yes, so, yes. man, congratulations on that. I know it's not automatic. Success, no. success is not automatic. But it's worth it. I'm telling you, whatever you got to go through, it's worth it. So having made that decision, having hit your targets, having made some targets, what, what advice would you give someone who's looking to go on this entrepreneurial journey? What, what would you tell him that, it's, that, that is true across most industries? Not industry specific, but these are the things that, that you should be looking at. If you want to build out something that is going to financially support you today, tomorrow, and in the future, what should they be looking at? They need to do their homework first. Okay. You know, and you need to find out that uh, what's out there, what's in front of a trend. Mm-hmm. You know, today I wouldn't want to come to San Antonio, you know, we got a bottle of water here on the table and say, let's start a bottle of water company. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, Amazon is marketing this. I want to find something unique. Yeah. Okay. And then when you have that, when you're in front of a trend, that's when you make the money. Okay. I found out over the years because when you're behind a trend, you know, cell phones, let's go sell cell phones. I'm old enough to remember when you had the big phones, the big mm-hmm. antenna, mm-hmm. you know, sticking out the top of the car window or whatever it may be but you know when you're behind a trend you end up spending money so do your homework first and fall in love with the service okay fall in love with it this is what i would do and uh, i want to do and then it's it's not a a chore so to speak as Mm -hmm. we speak up in indiana it's not a chore this is something i want to do and like i said find something that you can make a living but you can also make a difference okay in people's lives today with it so so fall in love with whatever it is that you're going to provide in the marketplace, product, service, whatever. whatever. Um, what about, um, because you want this to be long-term, right? You don't want to be dabbling. You right. want to find the right thing for you. Do you have any thoughts on um, beyond loving the service be, or, the, or the product, beyond saying, hey, this is the right opportunity. I'm in the front of the trend, maybe. Mm-hmm. I would own this thing. I, I feel comfortable selling it in the marketplace. What about on the money side? What should we be looking at in terms of money? What, because there's different types of income. And, and I think a lot of people don't understand that there's more than one type of income. So can you share with us what you look for or what you advise people to look for when they're looking at different opportunities? Yeah, the key, you have to sit down and evaluate what is what would I make out of this? If I market this widget, what do we have? How much do I have to put into it? And how is it going to pay me? And again, it has for me to even consider it has to pay renewals, residual. That's what I it wanted to get at. To. Because I know it's that important to you. Yeah. And most of us don't think that way. Yeah, because in the beginning, I felt like that, uh, let me give you this example. In the beginning, as we were building our business, I speak we, my wife and myself, I felt like I, were chase, I was chasing the checks. Okay. And today, because of the residuals, the checks are chasing me, mm. which is a big, big difference because I don't work like I used to. I'm more into the coaching today than actually in the field, so to speak. Yeah. I do more training. But in the beginning, if something was going to happen, it was me. Okay. 
then as I started a sales team to work with me, I could train and teach. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't all about me. I wasn't pulling the wagon myself. Yeah. I hooked some horses up and it became easier and I would train and teach. So today that's what we're doing. More coaching, mm -hmm. uh, giving back what was given to me, so sure. to speak. But yeah, it's, uh, you have to find something that's going to allow you to slow up and with residuals. And uh, I mean, come on, look at, uh, uh, Elvis today. Look at Michael Jackson. All those guys, you know, he plays something on the radio. They're making more money today than they were when they were yeah, alive. Yeah. Know? Because of that residuals that they have. So you want to hook into that. And uh, one thing that I found, it was uh, the, the program that, that we market, the business that I, I created, that the block of business I own, this was unique, um, that Nancy and myself passed away. That block of business goes to my family, it goes to my estate. And it brings me back to the word I just said a few minutes ago, generational wealth. Mm -hmm. Because when they explained to me what generational wealth was, yeah, I want to leave it to my kids type mm -hmm. of thing. So the block of business that they own, you know, gets passed away. So that was powerful. So you're powerful looking for process. things like that. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, that meant a lot to, we were a big family, like sure. you've family. Yeah. It was a big part. And building as a family, and today we do, it's mm -hmm. incorporated, it's a big corporation now, and uh, it will go on after us. That's fantastic. And, you know, sometimes we don't, we don't start with the end in mind, but we need to yeah. be looking at that as well when we decide, okay, this is the, this is where I want to, this is the path that I want to go on. And, and this is what I learned from you and from other amazing people that have been generous with your time and wisdom, just like you and Nancy have is, you got to figure out where's your target, where, where, be honest about where you are right now and be clear about where you want to be. Okay. So that's, that's, that's the target, right? The, the, how are you going to go from where you are now to where you want to be? Well, you got to find a vehicle. That's what we talk about. Business vehicle is exactly. what mechanism is going to help you get there. Mm -hmm. And, and, and how do you, okay. You say, okay, I need a vehicle. How do I choose that vehicle? And you you just hit the nail on the head. Is is it a product or service that I that I that I would own for myself that I'm in love with that I feel very confident that I can promote in the marketplace and and help serve people through my services, mm -hmm. serve people through our products, and you know is 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 something that that allows me to build the type of income I call it today and tomorrow income. Mm -hmm. Today income Perfect. is what I get paid right now for what I do. Tomorrow income is that residual, the renewals or the royalty, whatever you want to call it. But it's that the money that comes in later because of something you did today, it doesn't stop uh, whether you, you're applying more work to that one transaction or not. You know, like what you, you said, Elvis made money when he recorded and, and, and published those, those records. Mm -hmm. And that was today money for him. The, the later or tomorrow money is the money that the, that the estate keeps accruing mm -hmm. because people keep playing his music. So that's powerful. Sure it is. It's one thing to, again, in my case, I kind of knew about it, but that's not the same thing as seeing it on your bank account. It's totally different. And that's the difference between an employee and a business owner. Employees never been taught this, and mm -hmm. I was never taught this until I came into the, the books and they were talking about that and got to meet some people and then um, listening to what they were saying. Is, hey, this is what you're looking for. OK, and it made sense. And the key, again, is that it's always the end result. Yeah. Where do you want to go? OK, mm -hmm. what's your future going to look like? What's five years from now going to look like? Yeah. I know it's going to be the same if you don't make a change. 
or worse, man. <laughs> yeah, well, the, there you go. The world doesn't stop because you and do, it's, right? It's, it's easy, though. If you want to make a change, all you got to do is make a change. Yeah. It's that simple. <laughs> to change, you got to change. <laughs> so, Mike, you know, I, I truly have enjoyed this. Is, is there Absolutely. anything else that, that you want to wrap up with some final thoughts about that you would share with someone who is thinking, you know, maybe I think it's time. This is the year that I need to start something at, at the scale that is adequate for my situation. Mm-hmm. But by the way, disclosure, I never tell anybody to quit their jobs. I think that's no. bad advice. I, I think that everyone should have an entrepreneurial a bit, an entrepreneurial opportunity that they're working on, whether that's a project or a business that they do while not, not working without neglecting work. Because I think it's irresponsible to just quit your job and, and start from zero. So that being said, what would you, what kind of advice or, 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 or yeah, your, what are your thoughts that you want to share with, with our audience as to, look, you know, these are the things that you should be doing today if you really want to go down this path. You got to do a little, uh, I appreciate that question. You got to do a little self-talk. Who controls my destiny? Mm. Who signs my check? If you're not signing your own checks, somebody else owns your destiny, mm, so to speak. Damn. You know, Don't possible? hurt me like this, man. <laughs> you know, today, look at COVID, what happened. You know, went through COVID. How many people lost their jobs just yeah. like that? They didn't have that plan B mm-hmm. that you were just talking about. And I agree with you 100%. If you're going to start a business, you still need to pay your bills. Yeah. So you supplement. You can do it on a part-time base, okay? You'll have it be part-time, but your mindset is full-time. But you still have to have something come in on that. So, uh, you know, if you're not controlling your own destiny, you need to think, you know, what if something would happen? Why not? Why not start today? And I'm going to tell you right now, you know, there's not a better time to start a business in, in today. You know, in every business, I want you to know there's a window of opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Even with the business that I'm today and I'm, services we still market, mm-hmm. you know, the window will close opportunity. If you find a good opportunity, every opportunity will close. Sure. And what I'm saying here, Antonio, you know, the opportunity that I was dealing with, that I'm dealing with today was better yesterday than today, but today's better than tomorrow. So what I got to do, I got to take advantage of every day. And when you're in that window of opportunity, give it 150% Mm. because that's your shot. That is your shot. Yeah. So take advantage. And you said that, um, you know, it could be part-time, spare time that you initially dedicate to this. That doesn't mean that it's part-time effort. That means you're 100% focused on mm-hmm. that. That one hour a day that you can apply to this, that you can invest into your future, that has to be focused 100%. Sure. Yeah. And I teach, you know, in my coaching, I can teach you how to turn five hours into 50. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're putting five in a week. I can show you how to get 50 out of it, yeah. you know, while you're still working your job, so to speak. And, and handling your family obligations. Exactly. And- you, like I said, you got to pay the bills, but you're creating another income stream into your household. And when it's all said and done, it's all about multiple income streams. I agree. I agree. So listen, man, I really appreciate you spending time with me today. Friend, it's so good to talk to you, man. It's good to see you. Yeah. Well, listen, I hope you found value in, in this conversation. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe to Lepro Experience. This is, we're putting out content um, on a weekly basis, content that, that does two things. Number one, it gives you a window into what's possible. And number two, gives you perhaps one or two pieces of information that you can take action on today. So until then, thank you for uh, watching Lab Pro Experience, and we'll see you soon.